You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Apostle Willie Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. God bless you, woman of God. Thank God for you, you and you. Amen. And all of the precious people of God, we greet you in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Pastor Cassandra was sharing. Amen. And we celebrate with her as God has blessed her these nine years. Amen. To be cancer free. You know, it's so amazing that God is yet working miracles. Somebody need to tell somebody that God yet works miracles. There is nothing too hard for God. Amen. We just love the Lord on today. Amen. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns in heaven and earth with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. Call a neighbor, call a friend, let them know that Yes Lord Ministries is now on the air. Amen. We thank God for those of you that are joining us from the north, the south, the east, the west, across the land, amen, across this country, amen, and outside of the U.S., amen. We bless God for you. We honor God, who's the head of our life, to his son, Jesus Christ, to the precious Holy Spirit. We thank God for Apostle Mamie Tarbert, Pastor Stephen Tarbert, Pastor Hector, Cassandra Ford, Pastor Carolyn Doherty, Pastor Bondell Scott, Prophetess Sonia Lewis, amen. All of our ministers, all of our leaders, amen, in you the precious people of God. Those we welcome again, as Pastor Cassandra has stated, all of our first-time guests, we welcome you. Amen. Yes, Lord Ministries. Amen. So as she stated, it is word time. Amen. Let's get ready to get into the word. I'm going to invite you to uh, join us in this scripture. You can get your Bibles if you have it handy, or it'll be placed on the screen for your first Kings 17. First Kings chapter 17, and we want to look at verses 2 through 7. First Kings chapter 17, verses 2 through 7. I'll be reading out the Amplified version this morning. So just in case you have a different translation, at least you know that we're on the same block. And it reads like this, And the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Go from here and turn east, and hide yourself by the brook Cherith east of Jordan. You shall drink, verse 4, you shall drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there, verse 5. So he did according to the word of the Lord. He went and dwelt by the brook Cherith, east of Jordan, and the ravens brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening, and he drank of the brook, verse 7. After a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. But I want to go back. Amen. 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 Verse four, it says that you shall drink of the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Amen. And I want to talk with you in the time that's allotted to me from this subject. There is no shortage in God. There is no shortage in God. I want you to lift your hands before the Lord and make this confession with me. 
as we decree and declare, amen, the word of the Lord, amen, this word shall come alive in each and every one of our lives, in Jesus' name, amen. Give him a praise, because God can do just that, amen. There is no shortage in God, amen, amen. And we look at this particular scripture lesson, I'll just give you a little background on Elijah, and it shows you here that Elijah was prophesying against Ahab and is sent to Cherub. And the, this prophet is introduced as abruptly as Melchizedek, his birth, his parents, and the call to the prophetic office being alike and unrecorded. In other words, we don't know who Melchizedek's parents were. We don't know who Elijah's parents were, but we do know that they were vessels of God. And here um, we find that uh, Elijah is called to uh, implying that he was not an Israelite or Ishmaelite, um, but here we find that God had hired him, God had employed him, God had just wanted to use him for this cause. And so here we find this a prophet be, appears be, to have been warning this apostate king how fatal both to himself and the people would be the reckless course he was pursuing. In other words, God will always send a warning to his people and to those that he has purpose for them to let them know it's time to get your act together. It's time to get your life together. And so the failure of Elijah's efforts to make an impression on such an obstinate, obstinate rather heart as Ahab was displaying is shown as a penal prediction uttering as parting. Watch this now. And so we find that Elijah tells Ahab that there shall not be no dew nor rain these years. And so he was talking about these next three years. Listen, if you don't hearken to God, this is what the consequence is going to be. And you know, a lot of times people, they don't take these type of, uh, oftentimes rather I say it that way, they don't take these warnings seriously. Why? Because people have become immune uh, to the things of God. Just look around now when it comes to uh, getting involved in church, getting involved in ministry, studying of the word, praying, fasting. You don't hear talk too much talk often of this because why? People have become immune to it. And this is one of the key things that I want to encourage you as we delve into this lesson is never lose your taste for God. Never lose your, uh, your, your desire for the things of God to be in his presence, to spend time in his word. Because why? You never know when there's going to come a moment and a time where we're going to really need God. Amen. I was in a meeting this week and how we were uh, meeting with some uh, individuals and was telling them it's better to have and not need than a need and not have. Well, if you even go to scripture, those five foolish versions that did not do like the wise versions, what did they do? They they was told to get your oil, go get your vessels, go, go buy oil. But they, like today, they represented people of today. They neglected. They don't feel like, look, I got it going on. I pull my own stuff up by my own bootstraps. I can make it. I don't really need God. And, I, and you know, now there's teachings where you could become the God, you know. And you know that we're living in the last days when you start hearing 
teachings that become more prevalent even now. And so here we find in this lesson that God says, look this, oh my God, I feel a breakthrough for somebody. Watch this now. God says that there should be no dew nor rain. He spoke through, through the prophet. There should be no dew nor rain. Now, let me tell you something. You got to understand what this really means, that they're not going to be able to water no plants. They're not going to be able to address their garden. And there was going to be lack. This drought was threatened punishment of a national idolatry. When you look at Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 16 and 7, and Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 23, you, you, when you go there, it says this, I read verse 16 and 17, watch this. So take heed to yourself, lest your minds and heart be deceived, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Verse 17, and the Lord's anger be kindled against you, and he shut up the heavens so that there be no rain, and the land will not yield its fruit, and you perish quickly off the good land which the Lord gives you. Oh my God, are you hearing me? So here when that second verse, when you second and third verse of our text in First Kings, he said, the word of the Lord came and said, get, the, get out of here, Elijah. But watch this now. This is something I want you to understand too. Even though there may be a calamity in the land, this lesson is showing us, my God, my God, how God will sustain his. God will protect those who is. God will make provision for you. My God, you need to lift your hands right now and give God some praise right now. Hallelujah. And so here we see as first the king may have snubbed the prediction at the utterance of a vain enthusiast. But, you know, and sometimes when we're telling others about God, they're all, oh, there they go again. They're fanatics. Oh, they're holy rollers. Oh, my God. They're going overboard. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, let me tell you, don't take it personally when people reject you, when people ignore you. They're not necessarily doing it directly to you. They're doing it to the God that you serve. Oh, I'm not talking to anybody here. And so watch this now. Even as a result of that, watch this now. Ahab rejected Elijah. So watch this now. So who it was that necessarily far removed from this violence. Watch this now. But God told him, oh, my God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Watch this now. God has a destined place already set for you where your provision is. Mm, my God. Yes, yes, yes. God has a set place for you. My God, somebody ought to put that in the comments. God has a set place for me. So he told Elijah, go by the brook Cherith. And this is this is something else too. It's not, yay, the Lord gonna bless you, but it's also saying, yay, the Lord is telling you where to go. My God, he said, go to the brook Cherith. And here's another thing too. Now, tradition points out, that it was out in a small winter storm a little below fourth of the place called Beth Sham. But this is so amazing because when you look at these verses, watch this now. It, it, it says in that verse three, go from here, turn east and hide yourself by the brook chair of East of Jordan. Here's what it says in that verse four. You shall drink, here's your provision, you shall drink of the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. Oh, my God. Are you ready for this? God is getting ready to show off supernaturally. He's defying the odds. Listen, 
Oh my God, people would consider that know any history about the Ravens. We'll talk about that. They would figure, you gotta be kidding me, right? Ravens, ha ha ha. They wanna snicker, they wanna uh, mock you. But listen, watch this. So Elijah did according to the word of the Lord. And this is something that I want to point out to you too. If we're going to experience the abundance of God, if we're going to experience the manifestation of the word of God, we're going to have to obey the word of God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may not always be comfortable. It may not always be um, sound feasible to you, but you're going to have to learn how to trust God. Am I talking to anybody? Watch this now. So when he talks about there shall be no do. This meant that there was no, there was a suspension of moisture. There was, oh my God, there was no, no moisture. Oh my God, oh my God, are you with me? So here, this is what I love about this too. This drought, as I stated, it threatened the punishment of natural idolatry. But watch this now. Here's where, here's where I'm coming at. The ravens. This week when he says, "I commanded," the word "commanded" means he's already instructed. They were on assignment. You know, I see a lot on Instagram said, um, you, you got to know your assignment or they know their assignment. Well, let me tell you, these ravens knew their assignment. Watch this. Said the verse six says the ravens brought him bread. He said, they're going to bring you bread and flesh in the morning and the evening. Oh, my God. Are you with me? The idea of such unclean and voracious birds being employed to feed the prophet has appeared to many strange that they have labored. Oh my God, watch this now. And ravens, let me, let me share something about ravens. Ravens also were known for this. Watch this, I, I wanna point this out to you because I think you ought to know, notice that they were not known to even take care of their own. Oh my God, oh yeah, hear me. They were known not to even take care of their own, but yet God changed their characteristic where he said, look, you may not take care of your own, but you're going to take care of my own. Woo! My God, right? Woo! My God, are you with me? So here, what I love about this text, it, it, this is so amazing. This, this is it. This is it right here. Watch this now. You need to understand that if God's going to provide for you, he already has the place for you. That's number one. But yet he already has what you're going to need. Yes, yes, yes. God already has what you're going to need. Are you with me? And so here, you got to understand, during this famine, this is a drought. But yet God provided for this man of God. I don't know who I'm speaking for, why I'm repeating this so often. But God got you covered. Oh, my God. God got you covered because watch this. Elijah had but one meal brought to him at a time every morning, every evening to teach him not to take the thought for tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. I don't know who this is for. Stop stressing. God got your blessing. Are you with me? Stop stressing. God has your blessing. Let those who have put have but from the hand to mouth learn to live upon the providence and trust it for the bread for the day in day thank god for the bread for this day let tomorrow bring bread with it i'm telling you there is no lack in god and look at what he did the caterers were very unlikely these ravens brought it to him 
Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Are you with me? Ravens brought it to him. I don't know who this is for, but I'm here to tell you that God's going to do this thing. And did you know, when you think about it, Ravens, it's almost like the figure of John the Baptist, whose meat was locusts and wild honey. God would have sent angels to minister to him as he did in chapter 19, verse 5. God is so amazing. Listen, if it be asked when Ravens had this provision and how was it that it was cooked, whether they came honestly by it, watch this now, but bread and flesh, exactly what he needs. That was his diet. That was his meal. I don't know what God has you on right now, but God is getting ready to posture you where you're going to be in a place of receiving, receiving. Do you not know? Let, let me share this with you. Do you not know you need to ask God for the capacity to be able to receive the abundance? Yes, God, give me the capacity to receive the abundance. What are you talking about? I got a bank account. I have investments, accounts. No, 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 no. You need a mindset. We keep talking about this. You need a mindset to receive the things from God. Let me explain it this way. If you never operated on a budget, if you never manage your finances, if you never manage your food supply, watch this. What will happen when you get an overflow of abundance because you don't have the correct mindset, you will swander it. You will waste it. Am I talking to anybody here? But God is saying, I want you to be disciplined in your life. It doesn't mean you can't go shopping. It doesn't mean that you can't have and you can't have nice things. God wants us to have nice things. You need to understand that. But you also, God wants you to be disciplined. Somebody need to put that in the comment. Discipline. So what's this now? And, and this is so amazing. I love this text because God used unlikable sources. I don't know who this is for, but God's going to send your provision. God's going to send your provision by a most unlikely source. Oh, oh, can I tell a testimony? Can I give y'all a praise report right now? Um, I was working for this particular company for years, and then, you know, I retired from them, you know, I resigned from them. I no longer was employed, but then whatever way, all right? And so it had been a number of years. I'm going like 20, 30 years. I had not been in contact with this particular company directly, right? But let me tell you, I kept getting these letters. I kept getting these letters. Ah, junk mail. I'm thinking it's junk mail, right? Holy Spirit said, read that letter. I open it up. And it says something about retirement. I said, okay. So it gave me some information to fill out. Let me tell you, hiya, hiya, hiya. Let me tell you how awesome it is. I'm talking about there's no shortage in God. Let me tell you what happened. By virtue of me following the leading of the Holy Spirit, like Elijah, being doing what God told me to do, I had to go online. I had to do something. That's another thing you want to understand. When God gives you instructions, you got to follow through. You got to follow. You cannot procrastinate. You got to follow through. Many people are missing their inheritance, missing their blessings because they're not obedient. They're so stuck on themselves and they feel as though they don't need to obey. But I'm here to prophesy to you. You need to obey. Now, watch this now. And so as I fill out the information, watch this. I'm going to show you how awesome God is. It showed by the time they did the calculation, I did a phone call, follow a phone call. They said, yes, you're entitled to this retirement. I'm like, what? 
Listen, I, I, I'm just, listen, I'm getting excited to tell you about it all over. Watch this now. And so as I filled it out, they said, based on your years of service, based on what your earnings were, here's the amount that you're entitled to. But it gets even better. Somebody say it gets even better. Let me tell you, oh my God, I don't know who I'm encouraging today, but God, I'm telling you, the God, there is no shortage in God. Watch this now. And no, hold on, wait, 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 wait. This is also, watch this now, during the time of the pandemic. Oh my God, yes. God is feeding Elijah during a pandemic. Oh my God, yes. And so let me get through this, watch this out. And so as I begin to um, talk to them, and you know you know how like, God, you, for real, what? You know, I want to make sure I didn't cancel out my miracle, right? By the words that I say, right? So I want to be careful on the words. Lord, I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Watch this now. Yes, the, our first time guests, we get excited about the word of God. Watch this out, especially when we see it manifest in our life. Watch this now. So watch this. So as I fill it out, they said also, because you're just now completing the information, we want to let you know that this is retroactive back two years. Oh, my God. My God, retroactive. Somebody need to put that in the comments. Retroactive. I don't know who this word is for, but retroactive. So they gave me a lump sum on top of the regular that's coming in every month. My, 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 my. Now, some people may say, oh, that ain't nothing. That's all you got. Well, listen, it was more than I had before. Now it just adds to what I'm already have and getting and accumulating. Oh my God. Are oh, you hear me? God, there is no shortage in God. Am I talking to anybody here? Watch this now. I'm getting ready to close this lesson. This is amazing. So the ravens, they are themselves fed by special providence, according to Job chapter 38, verse 41, Psalms 147, verse 9. But they are now, watch this, God has them being fed by something, but now God is using them to feed somebody. Are you hearing me? Oh, my God. You don't know who God going to use to be your blessing. Watch this now. And so first, to acknowledge the sovereignty and the power of God over all the creatures he can make what he pleases. God can make what he pleases to use either for judgment or mercy. Secondly, to encourage ourselves in God in the greatest straits. It doesn't matter how pressing your situation, how overwhelmed you may be at the moment. I'm here to tell you there's coming relief. There's coming relief. There is coming relief. My God. And that how awesome our God is for Elijah, that he could furnish a table in the wilderness and make ravens, purveyors, cooks, servitors to his prophet. It is able to supply all our need, my God, all our need to the according to his riches and glory. Thus, Elijah, for a great while, he eats his morsels alone and his provision for water, which he has in an ordinary way by the brook. Oh, my God, my God, my God. I got to stop because this is a part of a series. But I want to share this lesson, this story that I found. Said he trusted his father. That's the name of this story here. It says, I was standing with a friend at his garden gate. 
And one evening when two little children came by, as they approached, he said to me, watch the difference in these two boys. Taking one of them in his arms, he stood them on the gatepost and stepping back little, a little, he folded his arms and called to the little fellow to jump. And in an instant, the boy sprang forward toward him and was caught in his arms. He turned to the second boy. He tried the second, same experiment rather. And, but in the second case, it was different. The child trembled and refused to move. My friend held out his arms and tried to induce the child to trust him, to trust his strength, but nothing could move him. And at last, my friend had to lift him down from the post and let him go. What makes such a difference in the two, I asked. My friend smiled and said, the first boy is my own. My God, my God, my God. Are you with me? The, the first boy is my own. Are you, can I say that one more time? But the other is a stranger's child whom I've never seen before. The first one is my own boy who knows me. But the other is a stranger's child whom I've never seen before. That was all the difference. My friend was equally able to prevent both from falling, but the difference was in the boys themselves. The first had the assurance of his father's ability and acted upon it, while the second, although he might have believed in the ability to save him from harm, would not put his belief into action. So it is with us. We hesitate to trust ourselves to the loving one who plans for us far higher than we ever have for ourselves. We quote the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans that I have for you. They are good and not evil. It has an expected end. Then we quote another Bible verse, Philippians 4, 19. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But yet, we don't trust him. He too, with outstretched arms, calls us. But would we but listen to his voice, we would hear the invitation and promise of assurance, and he gave it of old. Count unto me, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. There is no shortage. My God, I feel a praise break coming on here. There is no shortage in God. My God, but when you trust him in spite of how you feel, in spite of what you've gone through, would you trust him? Listen, there are moments there becomes triumphs, but Jesus said, in this world, we should have trials and tribulations, but he uses the conjunction word, but whoo, be of good cheer. You shall overcome because I've already overcame. My God, do you not know that Jesus postures us? He positions us. He places us wherein he be, gives us the beginning but we also know the end of the story. We may not know the process, the chapters that we encounter from the beginning to the end, 
But one thing about it, one thing about it, one thing about it, we know that he already got us in mind. Woo! My God. The scripture says that he daily loads us with benefits. Are you with me? And I love it because watch this. There's a scripture that says, though our pots may be lean, God will line them with silver and gold. Woo! My God. Are you with me? Are you with me? Listen, my time is out, but I want to pray with you. I want you to know that what God did for Elijah, what God did for me and my test, that's just one of the testimonies. What God did for me, what he did for Pastor Cassandra in healing her. Come on now. Talking about there is no shortage in God. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. And God will do the same for you. Whatever you need, you need to trust him. Don't be like that second boy, knowing that there is provision, knowing that there is an awesome God, knowing that if he called you, he can make a way for you. But don't have your name just on a church roll. Don't just have a title and say, well, yeah, you know, that's nice. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, I thank you for sharing that. No, 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 no. You got to trust him. Listen, my story is just a faith builder. Pastor Cassandra's story is just a faith builder. No, you listen, we're going to set it up where she's going to be able to tell her testimony, the whole story. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to be able to hear it. Amen. Because you need to understand what she went through to get where she is today. I'm telling you, she's a miracle. Sometimes we got to slow her down now because she be just going, 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 you know. But anyway, let me encourage you. Let me pray with you because there's somebody that needs to experience the abundance of God. But first, my friend, let me let you know that that abundance begins in Jesus, giving your life to Jesus, surrender your all to Jesus, trust in Jesus. You may have money. Listen, it has nothing to do with money. You may already own a house. It has nothing to do with own a house. You may already have several businesses. It has nothing to do with your business. It has a lot to do with your heart. Give your life to Jesus. We want to pray with you because there may be those who said, I once was with God, but I walked away. Things happened. I got church hurt. Somebody did this to me. They lied on me. They talked about me. They didn't treat me right. Listen. There's not a person watching right now. There's not a person listening right now, including me, that somebody hadn't lied on me, talked about me, did things to me. This, but I had to trust God more than trust what they took me through. Oh, don't listen, listen. I understand. It may not always be easy, but the good news is I can lean on God in spite of He told me in his word, cast all my cares telling you, cast all your cares upon him for why he cares for you. Just like he provided for Elijah, God wants to provide for you. First provision, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. God wants you to have the best. I'm telling you, he gave us the very best. Are you with me? So I want you to repeat these words with me. And I'm asking every believer that's watching, whether you're watching it live or watching the replay, 
I want you to pray these words with us because this would be an encouragement to those that are praying it for the first time, second, fourth, or fifth time. But this go round, they made up their mind. They want to give their all to Jesus. They want to experience God's best for their life. Let's pre-pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for encouraging me with your word. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my heart and to forgive me of every one of my sins. Cleanse me, Jesus. Wash me. Make me whole. I want to have that assurance that I can always be with you and you will always be with me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins, arising on the third day, giving me hope, giving me life and a new expectation in my walk with you. I thank you, Jesus, for dying for me, for forgiving me, cleansing me, washing me from every one of my sins. I believe in my heart. I confess with my mouth that right now I am saved. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. My God, my God, you prayed that prayer. We want to celebrate with you. want to thank God for you. Amen. Because, listen, that is one of the greatest miracles you can receive is the miracle of salvation. Oh, my God. And listen, because you made the decision to give your life to Jesus, we want to celebrate with you. We want to get some resources into your hands. Reach out to us. You can send a private message here on Facebook. Amen. To our ministry. Yes, to our ministry's Facebook. Amen. Or you can send an email at events at ylmconnect.org. That's events at ylmconnect.org. Or better yet, download our mobile app wherein you can communicate that way. Just download, put in your necessary information and let them know on this day, I heard this word and I gave my life to Jesus. Oh, I came back to Jesus. Amen. He's married to the backslider. Amen. But perhaps there are those of you, some already say, I love Jesus, but I need to be connected to a good Bible teaching church. We welcome you to connect with Yes Lord Ministries. Amen. We would love to be your pastor. Amen. We want to see you grow and mature in the things of God. You probably already have gifts. You're already probably anointed. That's right. You can even scan our QR code right from your phone and it will come right to you. I'll tell you, technology is just so amazing. But what are we saying? You could become a part of our virtual community. Amen. Our virtual congregation. Amen. We're going to be meeting with those that are part of our virtual community. You'll be here in the date. So you need the app so you can be informed to know because it'll be by invitation only. Are you with me? But we love you so much. And thank you. Thank you for those of you that tithe into Yes or Ministry, those that sow into Yes or Ministry, those that support us financially, those that support us with your prayers, those that support us with your attendance. We love you and thank God for you, you and you. We pray for you. Yes, we take time and we pray for you. And we encourage you too, as God is working miracles and doing things for you, answering your prayer, go to our Faith Builders Huddle right here on Facebook and our Facebook page. Amen. Go to our Facebook huddle and post your praise report. Post what God is doing for you. And then while you're there, take a moment to read some of the other praise reports of what God is doing. 
uh, uh, Apostle Mamie Tarver was sharing a praise report that one of the congregants shared with her just recently. I'm telling you, God is doing some amazing things. Yes, listen, I don't know who you've been listening to, but we listen to the word of God. We study the word of God. We believe in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. That's right. The lesson we spoke today comes out of the Old Testament, but he's the same God because he made provisions in the New Testament too. So we just love God. We're a Bible-believing church. We love you. God loves you. Amen. It ain't nothing you can do about it, but love us back. Amen. So we pray that you're encouraged. Amen. God loves you. Amen. Pastor Cassandra, back into your hands. Thank you so much, woman of God, for what you do. There is no shortage in God. God. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text gift to 1-844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord in. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries, Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.